Hello, everybody. The next malacha we're going to talk about is the malacha of kaitzer, which is literally you're reaping, cutting the fruits off the trees or cutting the plants. And Kazal tell us that although obviously the av malacha, the primary scenario they did in the Mishkan, was to harvest the fruits or the, or the plants, but the idea, kind of the overall principle of this malacha is to do anything to uproot or sever any living plant or vegetation from its source of growth. That means that a person cannot rip anything off or cut anything off from where it's growing. Now, that is on a biblical level. On a rabbinic level, even if the tree branch is already dry and brittle, or the leaves are already, you know, kind of turning colors and already dying, still you cannot pluck it off the tree and sever it from the tree because, again, on a rabbinic level, we wanted to avoid any kind of cracking off or cutting off of plant life on Shabbos so people don't get confused. So now, what are the common scenarios where this comes up? So, first of all, for those of you who live near the Winston Towers, there's a fruit tree, there's an apple tree right by the corner of there, one of the buildings. And a person cannot go on Shabbos and shake the branch of a fruit tree so that the fruit falls off. That would be a classic case of a derisive scenario of kaitzer. You're shaking the apples off of the tree. That's a regular kaitzer. That would be prohibited. Now, even if fruit falls off by itself, if you come there and there's already some fruit that got knocked off by the wind, you still cannot take those apples because they are mukta. Anything that was attached to a tree on Shabbos, even if it fell off by itself, would be mukta. So therefore, the person should just stay away from the apple tree until after Shabbos. Okay, another scenario of kaitzer, people sometimes do without thinking, is you're standing talking to somebody and you just pull a leaf off of a tree or you pull off some branch off of a bush right, to play with. That would be also a scenario of uh, prohibition of kaitzer. You're literally ripping off leaves or, or branches off of its living source, and that is a case of kaitzer as well. Now, one case that's not super intuitive is there is during spring a lot of times we have these dandelions that you know the, the ones with the puffy looks like a cotton ball on them and a lot of people or kids like to kick them or blow on them now Saul never ribi had say for allowing testimonies he says that there's really two prohibitions in doing that on Shabbos. number one is kaitzer because you're taking all those seeds and you're moving them from their attachment to the dandelion and you're basically you're plucking them off although it happens very easily you're blowing them but still that's that's considered kaitzer you're taking them off from their source of growth and that would be a prohibition of kaitzer and shabbos whether it's the rice or the abundant would be dependent on are the seeds still getting any nutrients from the flower when they get to that stage or not but either way it would be prohibited but additionally he says it's also a prohibition potentially of zerea of planting because by kicking off these seeds and putting them into the wind, they're going to spread and grow somewhere else. So there's potentially two prohibitions involved in kicking or blowing a pollen-laden dandelion on Shabbos. Okay, now the final case we want to talk about is what happens as you're walking through tall grass. So the Gemara tells us that a person is allowed to walk through tall grass on Shabbos, even though there is a likelihood that he may rip up some grass while he's walking, or might break some grass or crack some grass while he's walking, because since he's not intending to do so, and it's not for sure going to happen, it's not a psychratia, it's not for sure going to happen, therefore it's permitted to walk through tall grass, 
because it's an ain of eskava, you're not intending to do it, and it's not for sure going to happen, so it is permitted. The Bir Halacha, however, questions about running through tall grass. Person goes running through tall grass, then it's almost a given that he'll rip up at least some grass while he's running. And therefore, the Bir Halacha says a person should be careful not to run vigorously through tall grass in a way that he'll almost for sure rip out some grass. There is the opinion of the Arach HaShulchan, however, and Shem Zalman in Shmir Shabbos Gachasa also considers this, is that perhaps even running through tall grass would be permitted. And the question is why? Some say it could be since every time you run, every stride you take, you're not for sure going to rip up the grass. It's only that through running an entire field, at some point you'll rip up grass. But it could be that's not already considered psychratia. Could psychratia has to be in the in the action you're doing each action individually has to be that this action will definitely cause something to happen. Whereas running through a field, each particular stride is not for sure going to cause the uprooting of the grass. Perhaps it could be one reason why it would be permitted. Another reason, perhaps, is, as Arabiyat suggests, is that perhaps since you're not intending for it to happen and you're doing it in not a normal fashion, the way to cut grass is not with your feet usually, and you're gaining no benefit from it, so with, a, with all those factors in, involved, it could be that's why there's no prohibition. But nevertheless, if a person could avoid it, a person should try to avoid it because the Bir Alakha Mishabura is concerned for this. However, if for some reason a person has a pressing need to run through the grass, then a person has what to rely on. Now, in all of these cases, I want to clarify, so when it comes to children, whether it's kids ripping off leaves off of trees or kids kicking the, the dandelions. So again, we always use the rule that if the child is below the age of chinuch, child's under the age of six years old or seven, so then there's no obligation to stop them because again, they're not you're not responsible to be mechanech them yet, to bring them up yet in the laws of Shabbos, and they're allowed to do it. You don't have to stop them. However, once they reach over the age of six or seven, they understand what Shabbos is, and there's restrictions or prohibitions, you should already begin to tell them to not do these things because, again, many of these things are prohibitions. Some are their isa, some are their abana, but nevertheless, chinuch would apply. And therefore, once a child's over the age of six, you should already be stopped from doing these things. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos.